So welcome to Slice of Orange, a podcast on politics in North Orange County, California with me, Jody Balma, professor of political science at Fullerton College. Today I've got some guests who filed papers to run for school board and didn't have a challenger, so they won't appear on the ballot. We call those uncontested winners, which makes for a relaxed campaign season. Um, there are a number of incumbents, people who already have the job and are running for re-election who won't appear on the ballot because there was no challenger. But I wanted to talk to some of our newest board members who didn't get the chance to campaign. So with me today, Dina Miller, who will take a seat on the Berea Olinda Unified School District, which cover governs nine schools from pre-K to 12th grade. Um, Dina, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Great. So tell us a little about yourself, who you are, and why you chose to run for school board. All right. So we, my family and I have lived in Brea since 2006, and I have a seventh grader and a fifth grader in our school. So I have them at two schools. And when my oldest started kindergarten, I chose to stop my career in sales. I had been in sales for over 20 some odd years and just wanted to focus on the family. So that was kind of our plan. And I just dove into PTA right from the get-go. And I just, my mom was PTA president. I ended up being PTA president uh, twice. So I'm on my fourth year being PTA president right now. Um, and it's just a natural progression to move on to school board. I, I could easily have chose to move on to PTA, maybe like fourth district, which is representing Orange County. I could probably move up to state. I just really want to stay in Brea and I want to make a difference in Brea. I, with doing this for my fourth year, I can do it pretty much blindfolded now. Like I was super excited to do it. I, you know, I helped accomplish everything that I had hoped we'd be able to bring to um, the local schools. And so now I just want to take that energy and, you know, it's a tough time, but I want to take that energy and share it across all the schools. So. That's and so full disclosure, uh, our yeah. kids go to school together. And so yeah. <laughs> and I have known each other since kindergarten Yes, uh, for our kids. And yeah, definitely uh, the, the leadership of the PTA and being room mom, I think, mm -hmm. uh, has really exposed you to a lot of the policy decisions that are made at the school board. Right. So right. Um, <clears throat> why run during a pandemic crisis? <laughs> Well, well, when you think There's of it, really budget cuts why not? On the horizons, it seems like no matter what decision you make, it's going to make people yeah. mad. Well, and, and honestly, I'm so connected in Brea. I hope that people realize I am just like them. So when you're a parent and you think, hey, if Dina is okay with this, <laughs> Maybe there's a reason I should be okay with this. Like, you know, I just want people to realize I am just like every other parent in BOUSD. Like, my concerns are your concerns, you know? And so I think it's important to have somebody who has kids in the district because you're going to know more than somebody who's already had kids go through the district. You're going to know the current situation as opposed to things that have happened in the past. I think experience is great, you know, because I think that's good to know like what's worked and what hasn't. But I'm in this with everybody else, you know, I, d I mean, timing wise, I've done everything I've wanted to do in PTA. So it's either go back to work, you know, cause my kids are getting older or let's do the school board. Let's, mm -hmm. let's see what can happen. I mean, no time's a good time. You know, you're always going to get criticized for something. You're going to make some people unhappy, you know, but I, I just want to join part of the team, you know? And, and I often, you know, will will talk to people who are recently elected and tell them, like, you know, you need to have you need to have your uh, the pulse. You need to know what's going on, and you need to talk to stakeholders. 
who are actually involved and maybe who aren't coming during public comments or giving reports. And I think that that is one big advantage that you're so well connected in Brea to really know those people and to have them, um, you know, as, as I always say, um, blow up your cell phone with texts when right. they want decisions. I don't know if that's a good thing for right. you. I might have to get a new number. Yeah, you may want a new number. Um, I'm, I'm always surprised when some of my friends who are elected don't block me. I'm like, right. let's see if this will go through. And it does. Right, but right. then I discovered that you don't know when somebody's blocked you. So Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. So what do you want to accomplish on the school board? What, what are your goals? I mean, besides to be honest, getting through crisis. Yeah. Okay. So originally my thoughts before COVID started, I, class sizes are a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I, I had a big problem with having, you know, older grades having 32, 34, 36 kids in a class. And I don't understand why. I mean, I, I do understand with the pandemic, like why are class sizes smaller now? I get it. We have an online Academy now. Some people chose to homeschool, like people mm-hmm. went away, but why did it take a pandemic for my kid's class to have less than 25 kids in a class? That's right. sad. Like where did, where did the magic come from? Right. You know? So, um, that, that would have been my big platform is class sizes. It's just not fair, you know, to the teachers mm-hmm. or the students. I mean, my oldest, he went from having 32 kids in his kindergarten class and then all the way to 36 by the time he, he, you know, promoted to seventh grade. I'm like, the education that kids got when we had one to 20 is not the same as you're getting when it's one to 36, you know, it's just simply not. So that's the big thorn and, you know, my side about it during a pandemic. I mean, we're all in this for the first time. There's nobody that's going to be saying something that's the right way or seen into the future. I mean, budget cuts are going to come and they're not going to be fun. Um, We just have to evaluate, you know, it's going to hurt everybody. You just mm-hmm. have to evaluate where it's, where it's coming from, you know? So yeah. it's a scary time in education. You know, I feel really, really bad for our kids. They're not going to get the education that we've had. I mean, I look right. down the road at, at cuts that we could possibly have, you know, I wanted to add things. It, it does suck that I'm coming in at this time because I'm not going to be able to say, Hey, look what we did. It's right. like, Oh, look what we're doing. You right. know, we saved you from a worse outcome, but there mm-hmm. are no, great outcomes right now. Right. Yeah. But and again, I think the teachers hope- are just being asked to do heroic things mm-hmm. with no time to plan. Um, right. You know, I've been teaching online as a college professor for 15 years, and it's a really great technology to take advantage of when everyone wants to be online. Right. And I think right. that's the big difference. Yeah. Well, and it's hard for like the elementary school kids. This oh. is tough. You know, there are some that thrive. Yeah. And there are some that this, their attention span is not designed to be on a computer. You know, it just isn't, you know, so that's, that's a tough thing for the little ones, the kindergartners, they don't, this is their introduction to education. Like it's just heartbreaking, you know? So I think, I think the teachers have been good with giving breaks and whatnot, but this is not normal. You know, it just isn't. None of it is normal. None of I it. am. Yeah, I am impressed with the teachers that, you know, I hear in my house, <laughs> you know, yes. I think they're doing a great job. But, you know, at the same time, you kind of can look at it as, hey, I'm getting more insight into my kids education than I hope to ever have, right. you know, and so right. when my kid doesn't pay attention, I'm like, hey, 
do you do this in class? Right. Like, is this a red flag right. for me? <laughs> you know, right. like maybe somebody wouldn't tell me about it before, but it's like, oh, yeah. I'm aware now. I'll tell you. All that. of a sudden, like, the parent-teacher conferences have a very right. different. Right, right. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't been interrupted yet, to be honest. Right. I know, <laughs> so. I know. My dog, our kids, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. And and you know, it, you actually just reminded me. I'd forgotten that uh, when my daughter was in first grade, they weren't allowed to take their backpacks into yeah. their classroom because there wasn't room for both kids and backpacks. Yes. Yes. Doesn't that drive you crazy? Like, just yes. to see that. Like, how was that not a fire issue, right. you know, for an emergency? Like that just, right. yeah, yeah, it, it's frustrating. So even though you didn't get to mount a full t- full-fledged campaign, you were ready for one. I was ready for one. <laughs> Does it make I mean, you a little sad that you don't get to campaign? Okay. Well, let's be honest. Campaigning <laughs> during a pandemic during distance learning wouldn't have been easy. I mean, but I had fun things to do and I was excited to meet the people that I don't know, but, and I was excited to bring people together. I had Mm -hmm. a huge endorsement list, which I so appreciated. And it wasn't just my district. It was all throughout the city, which I love because Bray is small. We are, Mm -hmm. you know, a community and I just felt like connections would have been key. And I felt like my endorsements were, very strong. And they, you know, Hey, can you tell five friends? Can you tell five friends? And just, I mean, it was seriously going to be a grassroots thing because I didn't know about knocking on doors. People may not want to answer a door to somebody, even if I had a mask, you know, who I am, you know, but that, you know, was a bummer. I wanted to do car parades and just do something different. And, you know, but I mean, I, I, it's okay that I'm not doing it either. You know, right. like now I can focus on, okay, my life is now back to normal. Cause I, I did a lot of planning beforehand. And so like our summer was kind of cut short. So once I found out I was running unopposed, I'm like, okay, now let's cram in two weeks of summer now, you know, right. go have fun. You know? right. Go have fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the beach now. You know, it's like, oh, we have to stop at OC vote, you know, the registrar on the way to the beach so I can drop right. off some paperwork. <laughs> right. It's like, guess what? We're going straight to the beach now, you right. know? So, right. Yeah. I mean, my, my husband was bummed. He wanted to see the signs all over and I'm thankful we were responsible. I didn't buy much, you know, I didn't yeah. buy anything. I did my website, um, right. get that started. And I'm so appreciative of my team for with everything with social media, the website, everything, but I'm glad I was responsible. I was getting prices on mailings. Mm-hmm. I was getting pricing on signs, but I'm like, let's just wait, you know? And I wasn't going to be spending tons and tons of money on it. Whatever money came in is what I was going to spend the money on. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think the endorsements that you got is, are, are really going to help as, as a board member. Yeah. The people who well, really believed in you and, and want to see you succeed, succeed yeah. on the board. Well, even the people that I don't know, So that list is very diversified from every school because being involved in PTA and PTA council and PTA council president. So I work with all the PTA leaders in our city and the PTO too, because we invite them to, and just knowing them and getting their endorsements and they're the leaders at each of their schools. And I know the city's not made up of just families, but you know, I went through my HOA, I'm on my HOA board. I went to people who've already had kids go through Brea schools, you know? So I, it's a pretty diversified list. So yeah, I mean, I take that. I hope those people realize that, you know, you may be a little ambassador for me when, you know, we're doing things for the school board, like, Hey, tell me more about Dina, you know? So that, that was really what my hope was for even campaigning is take a look at this list, 
find somebody you know and talk to them about me because I mm-hmm. want their work experience with me as opposed to, hey, it's hard to talk about yourself. It honestly right. is. You, right. It changes everything when you have to toot your own horn. It's like, right. I never have done any of this to get acknowledgement. I've done right. it for to make a difference, but to then like brag about it, that that's different. That's a, it's, yeah, that's it's an definitely, it's a d- d- big adjustment to have to talk about yourself and ask yeah. for money for your campaign. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that's unusual. That just puts you in a different box and it makes it real. Like, Oh, right. this is really happening. And if right. you're going to do it, you better go all in on it. You know, yeah. you can't just <laughs> kind of do it. So yeah. yeah, so I really worked on that endorsement um, list yeah. before we even and and this is the this is the first time we're doing districts in Brea, and yes. so you know that I, worked to my advantage. It really did, and and I was I, I'm a little unsure. I think for a city like Anaheim, I think districts are absolutely necessary. I think yeah. Brea honestly is probably a little too small, but yeah, I, but I think but it small. does really work for somebody who's yeah. well known in their neighborhood um, to really do a grassroots campaign and not have to spend a ton of money. Yeah. I was going to spend one fifth of the cost if I was doing a citywide, you know, yeah. campaign. So I think I would have been okay, honestly, because I was so diverse throughout the mm-hmm. city, but at the same time, I don't know going forward with districts. Are you getting the best five candidates throughout the years? Because right. you may just be stuck with somebody who just keeps putting their name in the basket right. and nobody runs against them. Like, I don't know, plus or minus. Is, it'll yeah, be there's trade-offs and Orange County is just now like really seeing it and we, people don't even know their districts and now we're going to have to change based on population. We may have to move the lines a little every 10 years. And so it is, I mean, it's really a learning process to the pros and cons. Um, yes. You know, as much as I think Anaheim really, really needed districts, I also kind of questioned, did we just, you know, make it cheaper for Disneyland's a pack yeah. to, to, to spread information about people and get the candidates they want. Um, right. so I have some players on campaigns and big signs that sometimes come and next door is a factor. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know how it'll play in future iterations of these districts. Right. Um, right. And you know, what if the two best people live in the same neighborhood? Right. Only and one of them can the- win. Right. That's not the best thing. Before you go, I have a few questions that I ask of all my guests. Um, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Um, to stay true to myself. So I need to be able to sleep at night and I just, I live by that way, you know, just stay true to myself. Yeah. I love that so many of my guests say the exact same thing in different ways. Um, yeah. And then they've heard it different ways and they share it different ways. But um, yeah, I think that that living with yourself is really important. So uh, one book that you like to recommend to people? <sighs> to be honest, I don't even read. I don't even have the time. You know, people give me recommendations all the time. And I seriously, if you look at my schedule, <sighs> I am all over the place and I fall asleep. As soon as I find time to relax, it's, it's sad, but I just, I can't even get through a people magazine, to be honest. Yeah, no, I totally get it. It's we're all overloaded. And now you're going to add binders of material for the school board. Yes, I was just looking at the agenda this morning for tonight's meeting. I just want to be educated and know what's going on ahead of time. Yeah, that that will give you plenty to read. Um, Yes. So so is there a hopeful message you can share with our listeners? I'm always looking for light. You know what, this, this all is temporary everything that we have is temporary. And so 
Mm. You, if you choose to dwell in the moment, if it's not a good moment for you, it's temporary, you know, and we're going to get through it. We really are. Yeah. And we're going to learn from it. Yeah, we, we definitely will one way or another. We'll learn. Yeah, definitely. And there's got to be positive things that come out of anything, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of it is attitude of, of, how you approach, you know, I always tell my students and my kids, um, it's not what happens to you. It's how you respond. 100%. Yes. Yes. I mean, I know I'm taking advantage of my kids being out of school earlier. Like we're going to the beach on a regular basis. Now it's almost like it's summer just because I don't want to look back at this time and say, okay, what did I benefit from? Like my kids are out of school so much earlier now, like let's go have a little bit of fun and balance this out a little bit. And I, you know, I, I used to see you most often when we were running kids all over the town of, you know, meetings and, uh, you know, baseball and soccer mm-hmm. and, uh, and not having that is right. this gift of time. Yes. Um, and there's plenty and plenty of years of baseball and soccer and lacrosse and football and all of those other sports that our kids are so involved in. And it's wonderful to do. I clearly yes. value team sports but I'm also really enjoying that the kids are just being. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. my kids have been hanging out with neighborhood kids yeah. more because everybody has the free time to do it, yeah. you know? So who should we talk to next? And it's nice. Remember hanging out with your neighborhood friends? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Orange Unified has some interesting school board members. I okay. think uh, I think I'd go that direction. See how they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. I keep hearing about orange, so uh, I think I'll check yes. them out. That technically they're not o- North Orange County. They go a little bit low for me, but uh, oh, they do go too low. Okay, I'll include them. No, we can. I, that's you the great thing to, about um, my podcast. Yeah, you could talk to um, Gail Lyons. Is running in Brea yeah. for school yeah. board. Talk yeah. to her. Um, I, I can include orange. I I, yeah. I can go down and include orange. I just can't yeah, get too big. Ahead. I can't do all the cities. Go on a field trip. Venture <laughs> out just a little bit. Around the county. Some, yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe I'll have some Belinda. guest stars. Yeah, your Belinda school board has some interesting yeah. uh, things going on over there. So, yeah, yeah, you have a lot. You could be really busy. I know. I know. So, well, thank you very much. Good luck uh, on the school board. I'm excited to see, uh, you you know, just your leadership. I really appreciate it. And and I think um, I'm really excited to see what's next for Brea. I am too. Good. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me.